Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on, knowing when to end a friendship or relationship, and much, much more. Perez, what's popping, baby? Jules, I can't call him. How you doing, bro? I haven't heard from you in a minute. Oh, man. Just been just been busy, man. But, hey, man, I'm still winning, man. Just, just been, It's been a long week. It's been a long week, man. Staying out of trouble over there? Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. <laughs> How about yourself, man? How about yourself? You know, uh, I've been trying to get back consistent with my, my workout. Remember I told you I kind of fell off there for a little bit, man? So just trying to get back in it, man. You know what they say? It's, it takes 21 days to create a habit, man. So I'm on day four. So everybody wish me okay. luck. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I know you got it, man. Bruh. I know you for a long time, and plus I see you, so I I know you all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you gonna smash we, that? Hey, I'm gonna try. But you know how we always talk about, man. We are our, our, our own worst critics, right? So you know that's just kind of where I'm at. I was like looking at myself. I was like, man, I gotta get right for the summer, man. Come on now. There you go. There you go. Next month we got to get a couple weeks, and it's uh May. See, yeah, man. We just mm. hey, summer prayers got to be better, man, because I'm over here looking like winter prayers right now. Uh oh. Okay, so you so you, so you added on, you know, to to, to kind of keep you warm. So now it's trying to trying to shred up, you know. So try, try, try so to shred up, be yeah. less. Yeah, okay. trying to try to shred. Right, up. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so man, so you got some vacation coming up, man? Because I'm here. You talking about this working, man? What, what, what are we doing? We traveling? We we going to the lake house? What are we doing? Man, you know, I have a couple of days off, so so you know, Mrs. and I, we're gonna roll out to the lake house tonight when we get off. When I get off and. Just take a couple of days out there, kind of relax. We got probably just do a little, do a little something. Not much, but and uh, pretty much just relax, man. We've been been working all week. I worked overtime one day, so it's like, man, I'm just time to sit on my ass and eat and just watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta ask you, man, because I, I haven't um, been up there to to the spot yet, man. So. What's like some of y'all favorite things? You know, I'm obviously chilling, but are there like some restaurants out there that y'all like to go to, or do y'all just do everything just at the crib? You know, everything at the at the crib, but there is a sportsman's club, uh, maybe five minutes away. And Fridays they always have like a, a dinner. So like if we're down there on a Friday, we always go to it and meet up with some uh some people that we know and kind of you know, you know, get with them and check and see how they doing and 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 just and just talk and and, and fellowship and, and have a good time, man. 
So it's just like one of them little Friday fish fish fries kind of yep. deals. Yep. Ooh, so it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what, what they have, but, but yeah, they have fish or they have steak or they have ribs or chicken. So it's 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 it's, it's good eating, man. It's good eating. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That brings me back to when I was in, in college down there. They used to do these little pig roasts on, oh, on a man. Friday for those different sportsmen clubs. Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> you talking about good eats? Oh, oh man. Oh, oh. Ooh, so yeah, so most definitely that's one of the spots, man. So oh man, can't wait. Man, I just can't wait just to don't have to go to work, man. Just just lay up, man. Bro, I, ain't, I don't even want to talk about work right now. I've been so frustrated with work, man. I, I'm telling you, Jules, it, it's, it's got to be more to life than this shit, man. We, we talk about this all the time about balancing and, you know, and living your best life. But right now, I feel like I'm doing that, man. I'm like, I feel like, dude, everything is just like kind of like closing in on me. I was like, man, I got to get back right with this gym, make more time for myself, take a couple of days off because I'm deadlines coming up. You know how that mm. kind of stuff gets mm-hmm. just. It starts, you start to feel like, damn, I'm, everything's due, and <laughs> this person wants to talk to me, and this person wants to talk to me. I'm like, I don't want to talk to y'all. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely time to prioritize. Like, I, right, hey, right. some people have to get up uh, a little later on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might have to put you on the back burner now. <laughs> yeah, nothing personal, man, but got to knock this, knock this stuff out, and then, then I'll be able to, then I'll be able to play a little bit. There you go. But no, man, I I was definitely looking forward to getting on the pod this week, man. I saw a lot of these questions that, that oh, came yeah. in, Jules, and I'm like, we got a lot to talk about. So definitely uh, yes, ready sir. to chop it up with you, my man. Before we get into this episode, I want to take a couple moments here, and I wanted to uh, give my sincere um, condolences to Dwayne Haskins' family. Tough situation. Jules, I mean, man, when you see a 24-year-old cat, man, just full of life, potential, all that, man, just dying like that you know just dying like that man just anybody you know it's only have to be just because right versus a professional mm-hmm. athlete that's a young life bro no, i get you right no i understand i understand where you're going from a life is life is is precious it's 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 gentle it's one minute you're on, you're on top of the world the next minute you can and that's it. It, it it life is just tricky like that and what what else can you say it's life but mm-hmm. man we when you cut when this come across it was like wow man you look at this, you're like, man, you got to thank God for what you, you, you're able to wake up this morning because some people didn't. That's and right. with, this, with this young man, you know, what he had going for, he was out there with other teammates and and, 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 and working out and to lose his life like this is just, man, just make you think like this This life is precious and 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 everybody needs to just enjoy each other, man. I, I You know, it's, it's hard as it is out here. Mm-hmm. You only have one life in, in this one, in this world. And you, you better make sure, you know, you live it, you live it to your to your best and, and live it to your fullest because it's, we don't know when our expiration date is. That's true. And, you know, um, what the minister said at my, at my grandmother's uh, service, she, she mm-hmm. said, you know, she lived and she was born on this date and she passed away at this date. But she said there's a dash in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. She said she lived those. She said she did everything between them dashes and lived her life to its fullest. And one of the things that I looked at today, well, one of the things I was just talking about today was the fact that I feel like work is a bit overwhelming right now. Now I'm going to take a step back because it's more than life, man. I'm not just going to be working to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. 
that's what a lot of us in this world are doing right now. And I don't want to live like that. And so I'm like, no, I'm going to take a step back and enjoy myself a little bit. I got to go back to, you know, feeling a little happy, go lucky. Cause lately I've not been feeling that way, Jules. Oh, <laughs> at all. Man. And you know what? And it's it, sometimes it shouldn't be, but sometimes stuff like things like this happen and it kind of gets you back in perspective. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you so you 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 hustling and bustling and nine to five and then then some and overtime to deadlines and schedules and meetings and all this stuff. And when things come up like this, come across your phone or your TV or word of mouth, you be like, man, you know what, man, I got I got I got to take care of me, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I got to take care of me. And boy, uh, it, just this right here is one of the things. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the dude, it, it's like wow, wow, a young man. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And you know what? It's with the part that I had even texted with you about. It was the day before they showed him he was on his Instagram posted like a little funny video, and then the next day he's gone. And I, that's why, man, when I hear you talk about how you guys are going up to that lake house, man, every chance you guys get, man, it seems like you guys go up there, and I love that, man, because that's like your happy place. <laughs> and mine yes, is the sir. gym. And the more I've gotten away from it, it made me realize, like, no, nah, I need to go back and reconnect in that gym because that's where I feel, you know, that's my place where I go let off a lot of my emotion. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, yeah, it's definitely therapeutic. And plus, mm-hmm. Prez, I got some inside word that fake Zimmerman's coming for you. So you make sure you got some <laughs> 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 he wants to smoke, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Dub told me, man, he, he talked to one of the CIs, and they said, man, fake Zimmerman is coming, man. He been in the gym, man, trying to get right. So, friends, don't lay up, man. Don't lay off now. Hell no, that's hilarious. <laughs> fake Zimmerman is on the loose. <laughs> well, listen, oh, you know what, Jules? After seeing what happened in Brooklyn, man, I, I don't take nobody for granted Ooh. out here in these streets, boy. Man, shit, people Ooh. out here crazy, bro. Brett, come on. What was that word? But, dude, did you see all the videos and stuff my man had posted, like, leading up to that? Uh, bro, he was crazy. He was he was disturbed, as, as my mom always said. He's disturbed. <laughs> man. Like, what's wrong, bro? <laughs> Bro, he was going on some tangents. He was talking about 9-11 was the greatest day in U.S. history. And what else he say? That man was talking about, he was talking about the mayor. He was talking about how uh, mm-hmm. like the black right. community is like a turd that the, the society flushes down the, the drain. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, why we got to be a turd, bro? What are we yeah, doing? Right? Man. Damn. Man, um, I, I'm glad he's in custody. And I'm glad nobody lost their lives that I know well, of. That was I, very I, fortunate, wasn't it? Right. Right, I pray and thank God for that, man. And they end up, they, you know, the, the law enforcement that I'm pretty sure the, the state, local, and federal all get together and got this dude quick, too. Where did they find him? He was probably at the crib somewhere. No, I'm not even Dumbass. sure, man. Dumbass. <laughs> well, because, you know, man. sometimes them guys, when they be a loose like that, they be in another state somewhere. I, mean, I just wondered if, yeah. if cause I, I, I didn't follow up on it, but I just, right. when I saw the news where all them people got shot, I Immediately, man, hit up hit up my boy Jamar. You know, he's out there in Brooklyn. And oh, he was right, like, oh, I'm right. good. You know what I'm saying? I was like, make sure he's all right. Okay. He said, I don't even take no stuff. But I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. But, man. I mean, this got to go to show you, man. You can't, when people talk like this, you got to flag them. You got to, you know, a little special attention on this one. It's like, okay, my man's a little radical. So let's kind of keep an eye on him. 
And then Do if they, he's out there per- purchasing ask, guns or ammo, I don't, I don't know how that works, you know? Well, that was what I was just getting ready to ask you in law enforcement. Do y'all have teams of people that monitor social media? Because you would think that if, yeah. you if you don't, they should. Yeah, because they always post stuff on social media. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a team that, that monitor that stuff. So I don't come, know. So how come cats like that don't ever get found? Because them would be the ones to be on hands, bro. Right. I, I. That's a good question. Somebody will have to answer that one because it's like if he posted Man. stuff like that and it was like, all right, somebody, somebody should have been keeping an eye on him. Hey, if anybody that listens to this show and you guys are some people that monitor social media for law enforcement or the government agencies, hit us up because I got some questions. <laughs> I don't know how these people keep – they if, Jules, it feels like they just, these people, when they, they do these things, then they say, oh, well, look at this video they posted three months ago. I'm like, well, how the fuck right. nobody was watching this person? Right, right. It's like, man, y- y- y'all ain't take them serious? Right. Until something serious happened. Then it's like, oh, man. Just like so. that dude down there in Nashville. You remember mm-hmm. that situation we talked about on the show? Yep. Yeah. That dude was doing some weird stuff. <laughs> Man. Well, we got to start paying attention out here, y'all. Y'all start paying attention. Yeah. Yep. But uh, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, Jules, before we get into it is our fair foul this week. It came over from Tanya. And I thought this was a fair one, really fair one, because uh-huh. there's a lot of people on both sides of the coin here that have their opinions about what Cam Newton said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to turn this over to you, Jules, and also audience. I want you guys to chime in on this when you guys reach out to us. But do you think that Cam Newton's comments on that podcast were fair and foul? And just to give you guys just a quick snapshot, he went on the podcast and he said that <laughs> women that can't cook are out here calling themselves bad bitches. And he said also that some women don't know when to be quiet. It has a pay. Mm-hmm. So, Jules, mm-hmm. fair or foul? Well, well, see, here's the thing. When I look at the headlines, the headlines made it seem like he was generalizing the whole, whole uh, uh, the women in, in general. Talk to him. He was just talking about the bad bees. Who's, he, he talking about trifling women. That's who he talking about. He not talking about, because, because Press, he said on this, he grew up in a traditional household. Just like myself. He says his parents have been married for 35, 36 years, something like that. My parents have been married this year will be going on 45 years. Ooh, so, congratulations, y'all. Yeah, they, yeah, they it was, it was some battles. I I I, I witnessed some, but that, that that's that's relationship. That's, that's relationship. Marriage. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly. marriage. You know but what you I'm know saying? What? But you know what? That's all a part of growing with somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Compromise. <laughs> right. Prayers. Come on now. So so what he was saying, I was getting, I understand what he was talking about because he said, he said, if you think you call yourself a bad B, you know, you don't need, you don't need a man or a, a, depend on a man to take care of you or whatever, or be, be submissive in a way I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but right. it, it, the thing is he, he's not wrong because some of these, some, I want people to hear me. Some women don't, they wasn't, they wasn't groomed or shaped up like, like a traditional mom. You know what I'm saying? My mo- my mother, she worked, she came home, she took care of my father and took care of us. It's, it's, it's four of us. She took, she balanced the household and her, and her, her, her professional life. So when he said some bad bees don't, don't know how to cook and don't know how to what, you know what I'm saying? Keep the, talk, you know, keep their mouth shut. He's not talking about, you know, 
a conversation he telling the shit sometimes i guess when you know when a man come home if he had a long day he just want peace of mind you know he don't want to be come home and get japped on about something you know something minor or something that could be ready will be waited on the later later date that's all i you know in in my opinion that's why i was getting out of that i i think people i think some women took this the wrong way and it just got it just it just blew up but for me and Prez, let's let's be honest. He said, in his opinion, right. So that's his opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He ain't saying that's what what it is. He said, in his opinion, uh, a bad bee is somebody don't know how to cook, don't know how to take care, pretty much don't know how to take care of man. Now he he could be wrong. There are some women with, like I said, my mother and Prez, your mom, and you know that 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 can hold down who are who are bosses. But see, they don't call themselves that. No, they just you do what know they what have to do. They just right. do what they have to do. <laughs> right. So I, I, I get it. I get it. Maybe he could have worded a better way. Um, but for for I, I, I don't really have a problem with he what he said, you know. Well, so Jules, I agree with you, right? And so when I when I listen to it, I think context is everything with these situations. So obviously uh-huh. people could take out a, a headline or they could take out a quote and then they can we'll post it all over the internet, but why is people upset with the fact that this man just said he prefers an Aisha Curry or a Savannah James over a Brittany Renner? And if you guys don't know who hey, Brittany Renner is, Google her. She's like one of those Instagram influencer type females. Listen, whatever works for Brittany and the way that she moves out here, that's her. But he's saying he wants somebody more like Aisha or Savannah. And that's to the point that you were making, Jules, about how you came up, right? Uh-huh. And the type of what your moms did. Because you like you said, your mom not only went out there and was working, she came home and made sure everybody else was straight too. Oh, yeah. And that's what Cam is saying that he wants. And I feel like people just took that comment and just ran with it, bro. Just ran mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, because when I was like, and then I, I think I saw one uh, Twitter or, or somebody was saying, no, nah, you, you know, you're wrong. He said, you, you old fashioned or something like that and saying that, no, why, why do I need to, you're a grown man. Why do I need to cater you? And see, that's what, that's what, that's what the, some women are missing. It's not you know, prayers. I remember when women had a problem with the the the, the passion, uh, the the uh, Bible verse: uh, uh, "Wives must submit to their husband." And and women just they hear that word and just get. But submissive is not being a slave or nothing like that. It's just, but also more of that scripture: "Husband, you must love your wife like Christ loved the church, and Christ died for the church." So that means, husband, you must die for your woman. So. It's 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 a balance. It's a give and take. It's a it's a compromise. It's a relationship. So that's why I'm like, no, ain't you not you are God put you in the, to be a helpmate for the man, not be a slave. You're not behind him or in front of him. You beside him. That's why they took. That's why he took the rib from the man. So that's why I'm like, some just need to hold on now, hold on. We we're here to help each other. Well, you know that's be. that's what a relationship is. Well, we should be. We mm-hmm. should be. You can still do your thing, but now so you can take care of the, take care of your man too. Men can do their thing and take care of the women too. It's a relationship. That's yeah, a- I think I think it goes both ways. I think if right. if I'm being honest here, not only should your woman cater to you, but you should do them things as a king to cater to her as well. Uh huh. But see, people aren't ready to have that conversation because everybody's looking for a reason to be upset these days. If you are handling your business as a woman, if you handling your business as a man, then both parties are going to be satisfied. They ain't worried about nothing. 
See, when Cam Newton is saying what he said, some people will say, Cam, this ain't the 50s. But when I look mm-hmm. at some of those relationships from the 50s or the 60s or whatever the hell else was going on, don't folks stay together. You look at these relationships that, nowadays, bro. what happened? Press, hey, you hit on the head, man. You hit on the head. It's not lasting. It's not lasting because you it's something missing and, and somebody's going out to fill that void. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it it it, it you know, I, people, instead of instead of japping on it, man, you really l- listen to what he said and kind of don't take it as an insult, but see what, you know, is he right or wrong? Or what am I doing to kind of, you know, I, I I don't know. I think uh, uh, people hear what they want to hear, see what they want to see and be committed on misunderstanding. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I remember that cater that you saw by uh, Destiny's Child, right? And remember how yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, in the yeah, day yeah. was all about that song. Then later on, everybody's like, no, I don't like that song no more. Because they talk about the, the lyrics. Times, right? Yeah, they talk about the lyrics. They're like, because well, Blacks are the, they were the ones, they really went on that. They were like, I ain't catering to him. He, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> so I don't know. Man. So, so Tanya, to, to Jules' point, I think it's fair in the context of where he was going with it. But I think also Cam, though, Got to be careful out here because this ain't the first time he had made some questionable-ish comments right. out here in these streets, especially right. when he pertains to women. So, Kim, you might want to just chill out. <laughs> he yeah. might want to sit this out in the future and just relax. <laughs> right, yeah, because, yeah, because, yeah, context is everything, man. <laughs> but, no, I mean, he t- but, but the point, I think, Jules, you brought up the best point is the fact that he came from a household. He talked about it with his mother and father. They went together 36, yep. 37 years. He saw his grandmother and grandfather. Same thing with you. So when you grow up in that, and that's what you know, that's kind of what you expect now. Some people will argue and they say, well, prayers are jewels. Cam out here, ain't married, and got all these kids. True. And you know what? That's him. But my thing yeah. is, he's telling you his preference. So women, right. if you don't like his preference, then don't date him. Oh, but prayer, you know they're gonna date him. You know that, right? Come on now, Jules. You see, see, <laughs> see, see, they don't, they don't want to talk about that part. <laughs> if Cam would have come up to anyone, oh, they going. They going. I'm like, where you going, man? Where you going? <laughs> I'll, I'll cook it clean for you. Right. <laughs> I'll can it to you. Right. Ooh, boy. Oh, man. I love women. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry, you don't hate us, but I'm just, I'm listening. You got, you asked the question. I thought, it, I thought it was fair. I think context is everything, but I also think uh-huh. that in this day and age, we got to have these type of dialogues. We got to get back to the point where both genders appreciate the other. We got to get back to the point where we can have conversations. Right. We got to get back to the point right. where there's love again in these relationships because there's something missing. I don't know what it is, Jules. It's like something's missing in these relationships that was not a problem back in the day. Or was it back in the day's relationships, people just dealt with the shit because they were like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm stuck with this person. I ain't going nowhere. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, they mm. seem to work through adversity a little bit more than people are willing to these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hope that hope that gave you a little context, Tanya. But uh, Cam, you know, just... Maybe just sit the next time out when somebody asks you about relationships. Yeah, yeah, right. 
Because I think, man, people took it the way they were like, man, Cam out here telling women to shut up and cook and, and cater them. I'm like, that ain't what he was saying. I'm like, y'all gotta, right. read, y'all gotta look at the whole, listen to the whole damn thing. Man, I was telling yeah, you about his preference. They, yeah, they look. They took a little. They took a little, a little look, and they just. Oh, that's the whole. That's what he talking about. Like, nah, nah, no, ain't what he's saying. He ain't saying kitchen in the bedroom, kitchen in the bedroom. Nah, he talking about. He talking about the total package. That's all. Listen, I ain't above going in the kitchen or hitting that grill. You think I'm gonna sit up here and get on my feelings and something like, oh, go in there and fix me something to eat? All right, what you want? Shit, whatever. Right. <laughs> I ain't in my feelings about it. I also ain't gonna be over here calling myself no boss dude either. But shit, I know my way around the kitchen. See, that's the problem. Right. You get you get these people. He was trying to make a point is you get people to be talking about their bosses and their this and that, but they ain't really doing nothing to be considered a boss. Honestly, mm. that's what he was saying. Mm. Man, James Brown said it best: pays the cost to be the boss, right? <laughs> <laughs> pays the cost. He also, he also said it's a man's world. But anyway, oh. <laughs> First email back question comes on from Diana from Elgin, Illinois. And Jules, she wants to know, what is a guilty pleasure show that you're currently watching? Every night I, every night I come in and I watch Ridiculousness. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, I just sit and when I come in from work, because it, it played 24-7. And, uh-huh. uh, and I sit uh-huh. back and just watch episode after episode after episode. <laughs> and I be rolling off that too, man. That's a good one, man. I I I don't watch that unless I'm on vacation. That show just okay. reminds me of when like when you're on an island somewhere, and MTV's like one of the few channels that they have at, the, at those resort uh, uh, TVs or whatever, and ridiculousness just be on. And I just I sometimes I'll sit down. I'm like, oh, this shit tripped out. <laughs> and that girl that's doing that right. with that that weird ass laugh, she be cracking me up too. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, Chanel. She be yeah. she be rolling her and Stilo, and they be making comments and watching the videos. People be crashing and doing stuff. Man, I be man, I be rolling, man. And you know, they say laughter is the best medicine, man. It, it just puts you in a good mood. That's all, man. Especially with all the the weird shit that's going on in these world in the world right now, man. Shit, you gotta have laughter, bro. We need more oh, of it. Yes, to be yes honest. sir. Yes, sir. More laughter, more love, y'all. More laughter, more love. So for me, Diana, I like the ultimatum. Uh, it's a show that comes on Netflix, or it's on Netflix, season one of it. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't really get into too many of these dating shows and whatnot. But this one right here, brother, it is a good one. It's like a show mm. where the partner brings the other partner on the show and gives them an ultimatum, basically marry me or move on. So what they do is in, in this show, the show, the, to put the twist on what the ultimatum is, Jules is. They switch partners. So so basically you go on this show with your girl and then they got like five or six other couples there. And then now it's kind of like a, a mingling situation to figure out who in this group you click with. And then you you live with that person for three weeks in like a trial marriage. And then at the end of the three weeks, you kind of decide if you want to stay in your relationship or if you want to just peace out. So oh, it's wow. really interesting. Okay, I never heard of it. And you said it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Check it out, bro. Man, ultimatum. Okay. It's a crazy social experiment, man, because I, I was looking at it, and I found myself, like, looking at some of the stuff going on. I'm like, I wouldn't go on no damn show like this. Are you crazy? I'm supposed to be sitting up here. I'm supposed to be t- po- <laughs> totally fine with some dude over here <laughs> taking my girl out right in front yeah. of my face. Yeah, right. It kind of reminded me. It sounded like, like Wife Swap. Remember they had Wife Swap back oh, in the day? Oh, Yeah. 
Yep, yep. That white swap show was ridiculous, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, right. Yeah, Prez, I'm like you. You, you go there, you, all right, your wife going on or your girl going off somebody else. You got somebody else. Like, what? what is it? With some swingers now? What is it? The one of the things that I do like about the show, though, Jules, is, you know, in, in certain relationships, man, there's certain aspects of you that aren't fulfilled, right? And then we know that people were not perfect, right? And maybe her people in a particular relationship, maybe they don't click at all cylinders, right? So then what you're seeing on this show is that sometimes they're finding somebody that connects with them maybe on a more emotional standpoint or Mm -hmm. if the person wants more physical needs being met, right, then they may find somebody that is willing to match that. So, Mm because we know in relationships, there's always something that somebody's like, "Ah, I wish I could have a little bit more of that, less of this. Y'all know how it goes, so. Yeah, check out that show, Ultimatum. Uh, if you are, if you guys are already watching it, the finale is already out. So I'm gonna check that shit out tonight when I get back from the gym. But uh, yeah, that's my show. Okay, all right, I'm gonna check it out, man. I'm gonna let you know what I think, dude. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I, I'll be really curious to get your thoughts on it because I know, man, you so old school, Jules. I'm like, you might feel like how I feel <laughs> watching some of that shit because I was kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> what y'all on? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Or be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the applications. <laughs> Ooh, <interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jules over on the website. How do I submit? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> done and done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what? It is crazy oh. too. Like they out here in the trial marriage, meeting uh, friends and family and stuff like that. I'm like, damn! After three weeks, sheesh! What is this? <laughs> Man, they ain't playing. No, nah, they ain't playing. I'm like, what are we doing here? Uh, uh-uh, no sir. You got, you got to. There's levels to this. You got to work your way to that kind of stuff. Now, come on, sheesh. Oh, I don't man. know. As I digress, the next okay. mailbag question comes over from Stanley from Temple Terrace, Florida, at Jules. He wants to know what happened to Kmart. Hmm. Oh man, Kmart, Zales, Ventures, man, all of them went out because Ooh, it was, this, it was, man, it was, this man. This man said venture, boy. I ain't heard that word in boy. Jules, you so old school. Oh man, yeah. Wait, wait, wait okay, wait, 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 time out before we get into this. When did venture close? Because that's a long time ago, wasn't it? Probably the same when when Zales were closed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kmart. Uh, no, no, you know what? Kmart was a couple. It's still a couple Kmart's right. Right, it's still some Kmart's because you had Super K's and all that. Yeah, uh, I, I think you, you know competition, man. Competition, Walmart, Target, Amazon—it's just too much. Oh, uh, you just said it, Amazon. And yeah, that, that, that Amazon is a—you talking about a juggernaut, man? I, I think Kmart. I mean, Kmart couldn't. It was good at its time, but. Um, it, I, I think there's just it's just this old school, and then high tech. You know, uh, uh, Walmart. I'm not sure. Can you purchase stuff online for Kmart? I'm not sure. I'm sure you I, probably can. Okay, sure okay. Can. But you know, it was. I think just the competition got too big for them. everybody was just leaving uh, Kmart behind, but going to Amazon and more Target and Walmart. Uh, that's what I think what happened. Well, with Jules over here talking about Venture and Zares, boy, you took me back to that. was my Saturdays as a kid. My mom forcing you to go shopping. You sit up here like, I hate shopping. I don't want to go shopping. 
<laughs> Drag you in venture. <laughs> Dude, man, yeah, man. We got some age on this, man. <laughs> well, hey, you over here bringing up venture. I'm sitting up here like, man, Jules, <laughs> you went back for that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did went back, man. <laughs> Oh man, you know, we, we we got some younger people that's listening to this show talking about what's a venture. Well, look it up because it, it closed like in the nineties, if I can't, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was like before we went to high school. That Probably thing closed up. Yeah, right. But oh, I, I, honestly, to answer the question, Stanley, I think Jules hit it on the head. Amazon, <laughs> shit, Amazon came in here. It's not just Kmart. It's, it's fucking up a lot of these retail spots. You know. Uh huh. It changed the I game, mean, man. It changed the game. I mean, she, you remember Sears went out. Yep. And who would ever thought that would have happened? Because we was coming up, Sears was like the big deal. Oh, yeah, Sears. You had the uh, um, automotive part. You, man, Sears, yeah. Yeah. Craftsman. I mean, yeah. they was known for their tools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, Sears went out. I was like, damn. Yeah, just, man, the competition, man. Somebody came in who, who perfect the game where you can get stuff on the same day or the next day and the prices are, you know, reasonable. Um, Wow. You ain't got to leave a crib. No. And you know what with Kmart? I feel like Kmart was so underrated, Jules, because it had everything. You could buy toys from Kmart. Yep. They had sporting goods. Shit, you get candy from that shit. I remember that as a kid. I'm like, hey, Mark, I guess we're these, these Twizzlers. <laughs> That's the only thing she did to keep my ass quiet. I'm like, uh-uh, let me get some Twizzlers real quick, and I won't, I won't bother you. <laughs> you can shop your two on heart's content. <laughs> but I need some Twizzlers. <laughs> Oh. oh, yeah. But, oh, uh, man, competition, uh, Stanley. I think that's just the, the big thing here when I look at uh, Kmart and all these other places. But it, when you drive through and you – some Jews, you know, because you over on the south side too, isn't mm-hmm. it crazy when you drive through some of those areas that used to have stores and it's just an empty lot now? It's just crazy. I'm man. Like, Damn, sign of the times. It's signs of the time, man. You, you sit up there. Like, man, I remember that used to be such and so. That used to be such and such. Now it's something else. You're like, boy, you know, you, you know, you've been around when you can say, when you can say, hey, it was something before there that was there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you one thing, life is life is fast, man. It's 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 <laughs> man, if you don't stop and turn around, you can miss it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, for real, for real. That's why you uh that's why I was saying earlier, man, I got to sometimes take a deep breath. And, and Jules, he's, he bought that lake house for the sole reason, and they're using it to their advantage of getting away. Shit, get away yeah. from this damn hustle and bustle here in Chicago, man, because it's too yes. much negativity at times out here in this damn city, man. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there, out there with the bears, man, just, 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 just hanging. <laughs> yeah, see, Jules, that's why I always tell you, you can have it, man. I'm, I'm just in the crib. I'm like, leave me alone, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't want no problems with nobody. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-uh. It's crazy, yeah. man. Hey, people play for keeps, man. It, it, and you know, I was talking to a young cat in the program, and he was like, "Yeah, man." He was like, "Man, I was gonna, I was gonna f this dude up." And I said, "Bro, ain't nobody out here fighting these days." I was right. like, "You caught yourself getting into some fight. They gonna come back the next day. They gonna gun your ass down." It's not even worth it. Prayers, you no. told me right. Because you're going to be constantly know. watching your back for the rest of your life. And that ain't no way constantly. to live. That ain't no uh-uh. way to live. Uh-uh. Hell no. I seen a lot of that. I seen a lot of that play out. It don't end well. <laughs> See? See? And that's another thing, too. We've talked about that on this show a lot with that conflict resolution. 
Man, sometimes, man, people just got to learn how to just let shit be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, don't don't sit here and dwell on stupid shit. There's so much negativity out here, but it's also some positive things, too. You know, so I feel like people mm-hmm. need to delve into a little bit more of that. Stop the division. We talk about it all the time. Get off social mm-hmm. media. Because that's a big part of the damn problem. I know I sound old saying that. I don't care. But you, but it's right. And you, you're true. And it's true. Hell, I, it, 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 a lot of stuff didn't happen before social media. Now it's like you, you can reach audience with mm-hmm. a snap of the finger and then mm-hmm. people like or dislike or whatever the case may be. And, man, it just, it's a powder keg. Now no, the world's is. Just, the world is. is just crazy. And people and people trade decency for fucking likes and popularity on social media. It's right. like, bro, relax, live a real life. <laughs> anyway, I don't want right. to get all off onto a tangent, but that, that shit just bothers me. But the next question okay. comes over from okay. Veronica from Buffalo, New York. And Veronica, really good question. She wants to know, why is the Supreme Court nomination process so hostile? Oh, my God. I, Press, who... Listen, the, 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 anybody that's coming up on there, it can be a Democrat or Republican, a conservative, it really doesn't matter because they'd be going after that person. I was like, man, that seat is hot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it gets personal, don't it? Yeah, I'm like, guys, it, you know, I, I understand this. Well, it's supposed to be a, a interview. You interview this candidate to see if she, she, she or he is, it can suit the Supreme Court just because that's a lifetime uh, uh, position. And I get that. They go up against the board and ask questions and go and vote and yay or nay. For the most part, it'd be, be yay. But they they go to this circus where, you know, they pick one thing and they just blast it for, for I think the interview is like three, three days or four days, something like that. And it's like, is it necessary? You know what I'm saying? It's like, know. is that it necessary? Just, it, was, it was ugly, man. And, and salute to Kentaji Brown Jackson for being confirmed, but I didn't like the way they were talking to her. I'm sitting up here like, man, yeah. what is this shit? <laughs> Dude, right. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, okay. Okay. Listen, nobody's perfect. Everybody make mistakes. I'm not saying this is a mistake or anything like that, but they deem that one incident where with the, with the, with the rapist, she, she gave a lesser sentence. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. That's her decision. She got discretion. Mm-hmm. And then she also put it on. Say, hey, this is what I was given mm. that was mandated by you guys. So that's why it was like, oh, you know, you know, back and forth. But prayers, oh, hey, you know what? If 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 none if nothing else, she should get that position because what you just said, how, how the way she she carried herself. She right. didn't get raveled, she didn't get nope. shaken, she stood her ground, she articulated, she spoke. I, I, come on. Come on, that's what you want. That's what you want because that position right there is not an easy position. You want somebody, you know, saying with some grit in that position. So, I'll, to the answer the question, I don't know why is it hostile like that, but if it is, you we saw the hostility in there, and she stood her ground, and I, that's why I like that. That's why I like seeing. Yeah, we need more of that in this world, and that's that's what I'm talking about, man. The people was coming at her, and she just took that shit and kept it moving. Yep. But I remember back to you remember when Obama was was in office and he had nominated Merrick Garland and the Republicans, they blocked it. Mm-hmm. And I think ever since then, it's just been a contentious situation between both sides. 
because the Democrats didn't like that Obama's candidate didn't get put in there. And then you saw what Trump did. He, he basically stole a, a Supreme Court seat when he was in office. So it's just been a this has been a lot of bullshit going back and forth. And I just think that we need to get back to the point, especially when it comes to the people that are supposed to be ruling and and, and residing over the country, and y'all can't even fucking work together. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, what are we doing? Right. And you know, that that's one of them things, man. People see that. And there's like we always talk about, we talk about division. Well, we see it right right there in the hand, uh, first uh, first hand. The government, people that's running this country, always divided, always bickering and arguing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so. But see, now everything, everything's just by, uh, by uh, party lines, right? So it's like she was confirmed because they didn't need any G GOP votes. But I remember when uh, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg, when she was confirmed back in the uh -huh. 90s. Man, it was like 96 to 3 or some crazy shit that she got. It was like not even a, a situation. They were like, look, yeah. she's qualified. Bring her in here. Now everything is so divisive where now it's like, right. oh, this person is on this side, so we're going to give them a hard time. It's just, man, let's can we just go back to being bipartisan? Like, what the fuck? That's right. If the person qualified, they qualify. If they're not, they're not. That's right. I, yeah. Right. I, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it, Joseph. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. Because put, put some respect on that black woman's name when y'all speak to her. Boy, hey, you better, cause she she no nonsense. No, <laughs> no. she wasn't playing no games. A salute to mm -hmm. her. Salute to her, boy, man. First black woman on the Supreme Court, man. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah, man. We doing things, man. We doing big things, <laughs> bro. We we out here, y'all. We yeah. out here. <laughs> we are out here. All right, Jules. Before we get into this episode, last question comes up from Victor from Grays Lake, Illinois. And Victor, you trying to depress Jules and I with this question? Uh oh. He said, "Do you think the Bulls have any chance against the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs?" Ooh. There's always a chance. <laughs> I'm gonna say that there's always a chance. The regular season doesn't count even though they're 0-4. But it doesn't count for us. <laughs> we started off with clean, a clean slate, and now we, we, we there's a chance. What's, what's, the, what's the best series of what, out of seven? Out of seven. Out of seven, okay. So we need four. So It, it, it used to be best out of five at the round one, be but the NBA right. got, they right. got greedy. They was like, no, let's squeeze some more games out. <laughs> yeah, they're getting, they're getting paid. So it was like, yeah, they need a couple more. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, to answer the question, man, we we have a we have a shot. Now <laughs> you know, so so any chance you you still you you're not eliminated, you have a shot. So we'll we'll see what happens. Damn, Jules, this is like a stark contrast to earlier in the season when you and I was getting so hyped about this team. What would I say? I said it was going to the finals. I lost my damn mind. I was like bulls and six. I was talking all kind of crazy shit. Well, Victor. I got humbled real quick down the stretch uh -oh. of the season when they started to struggle a little bit. Now, I'm going to say this, though. I think Bulls fans have a very short memory. They don't remember how bad these teams were the last five or six years. We should be very thankful that we got a team that's going back to the playoffs. So I'm going to salute them for getting back to the playoffs because they haven't been there in a very long time. They've given us a reason to care about basketball in this city again. Yes, sir. Along with the Chicago Sky. But – I think the Bulls fans need to just be patient with this organization, realize that 
they're not where they want to be. Like this season right here, this is a good step forward for us. Now next year, we can maybe take that next step. And listen, like Jewel said, there's a chance. Everybody's got a chance. I know that they're not going to fucking give up. So we'll see what happens this weekend, right? Uh, we'll see. And we're it. I know we're at Milwaukee, right? So what's yeah. what you doing? What's the breakdown? Is like Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Bulls, 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 Milwaukee, something like that. I'm not yeah, sure. So the first the first two are Milwaukee. So the first game Sunday, and then the next game is Wednesday, and then they come home to Chicago Friday, Sunday. Okay. Yep. All right now. All right, we've hey, hey, we've been waiting on it. Let's see what happens. Oh yeah. And hey, listen, I'll be in the building, man, for game three. So uh if, if I if I if we get on this show and my voice is out, you guys don't know why. Uh-oh. <laughs> And I will not be covering. I'll be there as, as a fan. <laughs> Man. Honestly, dude, I, I I love when I can go to a game as a fan. I was at the Sox game last night. And just being there in the stands, it's just like a different thing. You know, you got your little beer, which even though it's raining out there, now, that part wasn't cool. But, man, tailgating beforehand, hanging out, you know, with, with people. It was good, man. Like, sometimes the media aspect of things, you can't, like, let your hair down. That's what's so, up, man. So, That's what's up. Hey man, you said man, I just want to draw myself. I don't want nobody to bother me. I let me just be here, be here at this atmosphere right now, man. Yeah, That's it. you know, and, and the thing is, because you know, I've told you this, Jules. It's it's cool covering games and stuff like that because I just love sports. But man, it's something different, man, about just being there as a fan, bro. It's just it's a different vibe. It's a different mm-hmm. animal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love the access that the media provides. But man, I just miss being a fan at times. And so last night I got to do that, and I'm gonna do that again next Friday at the Bulls game. Oh man, good man. Hey, look, can you, you still get um, free food? <laughs> Only when I'm covered. <laughs> so I had to buy all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Yeah>. man, yo ass. <laughs> You remember they called foul on you about that before now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Try to always get something for free, man. Uh, you and fake Zimmerman both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't seen you know, you. Man, I, right? I ain't seen him since, though, because I thought I would have maybe popped up uh, Brendan Sam and a couple of these, because I'm cover, we cover these AAU tournaments now. And I thought I would have maybe popped into him in a couple of those. I ain't seen dude in a minute. I'm like, man, hope you all right. Damn. He must have ate somebody else's lunch and they probably fucked his ass up. Probably. <laughs> Damn. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Come on back where you at, man. We want to see you, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about we, but I just hope he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, Jules over here speaking French and shit. Like, oh no, man, no, we. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. So, okay. Today's topic comes over from Jeff from Evansville, Indiana. He wanted us to speak on how to end a toxic friendship or relationship. Ooh. And so, Jeff, I was like, "Woo, this is a doozy of a topic, man. Because, Jules, how many times did we talk about it during the pandemic about how things were so divisive, whether it was with the social justice unrest that was going on, all of the things that was going on with policing and the community, but politics. I mean, you, you had the situation with Trump. All of that stuff was dividing people. It was dividing families. Shit, COVID, the vaccine. Oh, right? dude, right. 
So it's all these different things out here right now that are dividing people. And it's kind of showing you, and unfortunately, in some cases, you see the, the downside of people that you thought you knew, right? So, Jeff, uh-huh. when you when you posed this question, I said, ooh, this is a good one, man. I was like, Jules, <laughs> I, don't know. I, th- I guess we just got to go right into it. I think, honestly, and Jules, I want to get your thoughts on this. But if you, for some reason, deem a situation in your life, whether it's a friendship, relationship, whatever, to be toxic in any sort of way, I think the best thing to do is to pull up with the person, have a conversation, and let them know what you're what you're saying, what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of mm-hmm. times people aren't willing to have these conversations because sometimes a conversation can help clear up some things. Jules and I talked about it on the show before. He and I had some things where we had to do a resync to make sure we was on the same page. But guess what? I know this dude for I don't know how many years. This is a brother to me. I'm going to be mad at him, but guess what? We're going to have to talk some things out. And we did, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I think that enough people don't do that, bro. No, you hit it on the head there. Communication. I remember, man, that was one of those things where you go to uh, marriage counseling or whatever type of counseling you go to. It, communication is always the key. Because, right, you can say one thing. I can say something else. We don't get what we're talking about. Hell, then everybody's texting, so we don't know what the meaning is. You know what I'm saying? Or text or email. So it's like, no, we need to get back to that communication, being intimate where we seeing each other and talking, hashing things out. Not everything's going to be perfect. Mm-mm. But there's an understanding where you're like, okay. And then not everything don't have to be part of way toxic. You can part of way and be still cool. True. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? As long as there's an understanding. Right. Um, but but yeah, let me ask why? you let me ask you this, okay. Jules. Why do you think when those situations, when they do end, whether it's a, a relationship or a friendship, why do you think that people can't part ways and still be cool? Or why do you think that it has to get ugly? Why do you think? Man, you know, you know what? It gotta be some type of business. Somebody hurt. That's a, I, I, that's why I feel somebody's hurt. Okay. Maybe that one person don't want that relationship to end, or uh or, or 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 was getting something out of it, you know. Oh. There's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities, Chris. I can tell you. I can. I can't tell you how many countless times I go into a relationship where the woman don't want to be with the man no more because for some reason the man's not the man's not being the man. Mm. You know, he preloading, but see, the man don't want to leave because he got a good thing going. Good lord, he got a meal ticket, D- dude. And I see it more than I should have. And I'm like, I'm, you know, sometimes I some press, sometimes I try to do my due diligence and talk to these brothers, man. And I'm like, look, bro, I mean, listen, if you know that you not working, house arrest, or whatever the case may be, maybe you can show some initiative, you know, keep the keep the place clean, have dinner ready, do dinner, you know, something. Give that woman a back rub, a foot rub right. when she come home now. Come on something. now. Something. You know, you, you got to earn your keep over there, brother. You can't just be laying up, man. You ain't you, listen. Got to pay the cost to be the boss, sir. Oh yeah. Hey, sometimes they and then so, maybe lay it down on her too. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Yeah, but sometimes, man, they they don't. And you know, but that's one of those things where, okay, there's a relationship that is get toxic because get it get it get it get toxic and it mm-hmm. get physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and also too now that's a good segue because. When you're talking about these situations where you have a woman or a man that comes to that crossroads where they're like, 
hey, this person right here, they're not fulfilling my needs. In the case where you brought up with the man that's not working, taking a woman for granted, mm-hmm. they want to go, right? In those situations, that woman has to get up enough strength to finally say, you know what, enough is enough. Yeah. Or, if it, or if the roles are reversed and it's the guy, whatever. The point is, they have to get to that point where they're like, you know what, I'm done. This is does this no longer serves me, right? But then also, you got to set a boundary, uh, Jules, and that's the point that I think to answer Jeff's topic for today is, if you're trying to end a toxic friendship or a relationship, that's where that communication comes into what Jules and I both said. If you guys aren't seeing eye to eye on certain things, sit down and have a, a conversation. If from that conversation you realize, oh, this thing is further damage than what I thought, uh-huh. let it be known. Okay, well, this is how things are going to be going forward. But like you said, Jules, it don't, it shouldn't get to the point where people are being nasty with each other. It's just like, hey, you know what? This is a part of life. You know, people come and go. Sometimes people in your life for the duration, sometimes people in your life for a season. You, you never know what the, the purpose is, you know, but I take things from every friendship, relationship, whatever, because I always feel like I learn something about myself through every situation that I'm involved with, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, they, dude, they, that 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 speak volumes right there. It's a growing, it's a growing, uh, the life lesson is a growing experience where you have friendships or relationships. You just get better, at, and if some, if just it doesn't work, and or that friendship, uh, no longer you have that friendship with that person, it just. You just, it makes you a better person because if you can sit back and reflect and look at yourself like, okay, what what happened? And, you know, and I could talk about, Prez, you know what, what happened with me and this one guy in particular. Yep. I mean, Pre, I pretty much knew this cat just as low, a few years after I'd known you, about four years after I'd known you. Right. So that's how long we go back. Another brother. Another brother, man. Right. He, he's just not a not a friend or associate. He's, he's a brother. We, we yeah. grew up together. And for a long time, oh, before that, we hang out press. We all used to hoop together. We'd yeah. go out. And, did it. and one day, he stopped talking to me. And, and, and we're talking about decades later. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. wasn't a year or two. We're talking about 15, 20 years later, mm-hmm. probably longer. And and I'm just saying to myself, man, what did I do? Right. What happened? Like, what, you know, like, did I do something wrong or did I say something? But it was no communication. That's why I couldn't, I couldn't get over it at first. I couldn't get over it. And but, that's not, but that's not I easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you and I have had a lot of conversations about this because an artist, I, you guys remember, we talked about this on the show before. I feel really awful about this situation because I feel conflicted when this individual reaches out to me because I was so bad to be like, what are you on, bro? <laughs> like, what, what's going right, on with you? Right. But out of respect to <laughs> right. Jules, you know what I'm saying? I keep it cordial, but I kind of keep it moving at the same time because I consider myself loyal. I'm not, not that I'm picking sides in the situation, but right, I right. feel weird having a communication with somebody that I don't even understand why you ain't talking to my man. So why, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Dude, and it's been a few cats that said, yeah, we talked to such and such. I was okay. And I'm, I'm to the point where it, it took a while, man. And 
and it was like, man, I just wish that brother be, he he got remarried. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, you know, I think he's happy. Uh, you know, I know he's happy, and and I just pray that that he's good, that he's good. And if he come, and if he come back and reach out and talk, then I hanging up or shutting him up. It'll be like, bro, what's good, man? And then after we had was good and hugs and this and that. I man, what's talking what happened? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the key word there? Let's talk. <laughs> Let's oh, figure right. out. So that never right. happens again between us. So, Jeff, I know we're over here talking about <laughs> how to keep a relationship man. from 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 dying. I know you want to talk about how to end it, but honestly, from the energy that I have, I don't have a lot of friends. My choice. Um, keep a very, very close circle, Jules, as you know. So if you make it into that circle, you somebody very, very, very special and important. Now, I do not remove people from my life easily. That's just not how I get mm-hmm. down. So if that happens, it happens for a reason, unfortunately. And so to the mm-hmm. point that Jules made about the story that he was saying with his friend or whatever, I guarantee you one day, dude, he's going to reach out to you. And he probably don't even remember what it was or what it is that caused him to do what he did. I hope one day, man, he comes to his senses, man, and hits you up because he's missing out. Shit, both of y'all Dude. missing out. Y'all brothers. Right. Uh, Monsters is going to be it is a different story, but everybody else is, everybody <laughs> else is like, bro, if he come, you know, if he come back, open arms. But you know what? I had to learn that because at one point I was faced with something where I needed that person's forgiveness. And it 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 took it man, press is 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 it's funny how th- how life happens where you get this life lesson when you go through something to get this lesson. I went through something where I needed somebody's uh forgiveness. In the scripture where it says, how can you, 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 how can you ask for forgiveness if you know, if you don't want to be forgiven? Hmm. And, and I, it, that's why, I, that's what, that's what right there is what, what said, you know what, if you come back, man, hey, hey man, I'm here, man. We can pick up where we left off. We're going to have mm-hmm. a conversation mm-hmm. because. Things happen. Prayers. One of our partners passed away. Yep. He didn't come to the funeral. I was furious. And, you know. Should have been there. Should have been there. Yeah. And, and, and then I went through somewhere. I said, man, I need this person forgiveness. And when I got that forgiveness, and, and I, re- I repaired that relationship through, through the help of God, it made me open my eyes and think, Man, like we talked earlier, life is short. Yep. And if this person come back, he come come back with open arms, man, and we can rap and head and, and hang out like we used to. Well, what did we talk about last season? We did the episode on choosing forgiveness, and so I think mm-hmm. that that's a great talking point, Jules. The fact that you even looked at your own self and said, "Listen, I need a forgiveness from someone else." They didn't even have to give it to me, nor did I even deserve to be forgiven, but they did. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at this situation with him like, who would you be? You would be a big hypocrite right? if you over here seeking out forgiveness, but then you're not willing to give that to that man. 
You know what I'm saying? But when he comes back into the fold now, he needs to be prepared to have a real honest conversation. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. And it's not even out of righteous anger. It's just, it's out of love. Like, bruh. Like, what's because, up? What's up? Friends, remember, we, we don't always see eye to eye. A few, you know, little hiccups in there. But we get back and it's like nothing. No. It's, we laughs <laughs> and crack jokes the same way, man. Yep. <laughs> yep. But see, you know what, Jules? You're built a little different, man. I, I feel like um, with my circle, I think that I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by good friends, which, Jeff, I think that's the biggest thing. You're asking us to talk about how to end a toxic friendship. For me, I would say to you, surround yourself with people that have the same ideals and the same values that you have. So that way you don't worry about having to remove people from your life. So that's the one thing I want to say mm -hmm. there. But Jules, I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of cats out here that get overly emotional, right? And sometimes people say things that they can't take back. And I think that that's the thing that we have to realize that that tongue is a very dangerous weapon. And mm. so for me, Jules, what do I always tell you? I take a step back before I say some shit that I can't take back. I think that's the number one thing that you see with a lot of times with relationships and friendships of why things just kind of fall off because people, they kind of talk out of the side of their neck and somebody is somebody like, okay, that's what we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's sometimes you can't come back from certain things. Yeah. Oh man, dude. I is a good man. I have a good story with that. I, I wouldn't say this was a friendship, but we it was something that I every time I see this person, we always have a communication. Mm -hmm. We're always talking, you know, me just just working on the streets. I see again, always, you know, he's always out there, you know, asking for change and but not never bothering anybody. So we always rap and we would rap, we rap about current current events, music, you know, and we just just be laughing and talking. Well, one day. Something happened, and I didn't get a chance to arrest the guy. Something happened towards him. He got assaulted, and we didn't arrest the guy right away. And he got furious with that. But we was able to arrest him later on. But so, unfortunately, every time I see this guy, he stopped talking to me, mm. and it and it bothered it bothered the hell out of me. It still do. It still does because I even talked to my wife about it and she said, just pray on her that guy will, you know, you know, lessen his heart and he'll talk. So I told this, I told him, I said, listen, as a man, I came to him, I, I, I apologize. We arrested him later on. Um, if you can find in your heart to forgive and, and forgive me for, you know, not taking action sooner, but I've learned from my mistake on that to, to at least take action sooner. It, it was a mix, a mix up of something. I don't know what the hell I was on on my part, but it, but you know, it 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 hurt him, and I was apologizing apologizing for 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 hurting because we we had this 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 this, this I wouldn't say friendship, but this, this this understanding where every time we see him, we always rap with him and, and talk to him. My partner, mm -hmm. you know, we knew him by name, and we always hook him up with you know if he needed anything. I remember for Christmas, man. Man, we we went to the we went to the the the, the district. Everybody wasn't eating that food, so we grabbed some food and came, oh, came back to that. give it to his family. You, you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that 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 bond we had is is gone. And 
and I and I, I'm still trying to to work with him with that. But I I told him I respect your. I said I can't do nothing but respect your decision. If you don't want to, you didn't want us talking to you, and I respect your decision. But I just ask if 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 one day, if one day you can forgive me, you know I would really really appreciate it. And and so far it's not working, but right. I'm not going to give up though. But see, but I I like that man because that's the shit. That's from the heart. I could even tell how. Um, how much that person, not not that it, it matters that it's a friend or not, but I feel like that is important to you because it seems like you want to have that relationship or whatever that relationship is, right? But you want that. And I think mm-hmm. one day he'll realize because I think he probably is at the point where he's still, the hurt is still there. The pain is still too fresh. And Jeff, the reason why we're focusing more on the repairing aspect is sort of ending because I'm hoping that whoever this person is that you probably have in mind that you want to end this relationship I kind of hope you kind of take some steps to try to repair things before you try to end it. But if you need to end it, then just have a conversation. Be honest when you talk to the person. And also, yes. too, write down the things that you want to say so that way you're not saying some shit out of the side of your neck. And Jules, what do I always say? Sometimes the best way to, to, to handle conflict is just to handle it dead on. You can't run uh, from it. Dude. Dude, you're absolutely right. It's, it's no other way. Can't sugarcoat it. You have, you know, have to be direct and just go to it. And whatever the case may be, whatever it is, you just got to respect. It. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just like you, you respect, respect that. Just like you respected that man's time, where he's like, "Look, I, I don't want to have any sort of engagement with you." Well, he set his boundary. You respected that. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, if you decide that whoever this person that you have in mind that you want to in that friendship, relationship, whatever it is, set your boundary. After you've had that conversation and communication, you put everything out there on the table, but then let it be known, going forward, this is what it is. Now, I would hate that you have to go this extra step, but if you feel like you have to block the person from your phone because of the, if, if, if there's like negativity of being associated with it, do whatever you need to do to protect your energy. Because Jules and I talk about this a lot on this show, you gotta put yourself first sometimes, you oh, know? Yeah. And you can tell from talk, listening to Jewel speak on this podcast, he's got a big heart. He cares about others. But see, sometimes people like that, they're the ones that put themselves below everybody else. And he's empty because he's putting it to everybody else. So sometimes people got to remember, you, it's okay for you to put yourself first. And sometimes yeah, it's point. okay to end a toxic relationship because if you're just pouring into a situation that you're getting nothing out of it in return, then what is it? <laughs> what is that? It's got to be mutually beneficial. And I'm not talking about financially. Mm-hmm. If it's a brotherhood, right. then that brotherhood means we family. I support you no matter what you got going on, unless you want some bullshit. And then the family aspect means that I'm going to pull up on you when you want some bullshit and say, hey, you good? Like, this, this ain't like you. This out of character for you. Everything good? And... I think a lot of times we got to get back to that. If, if somebody is, is a friend, then that person should be somebody that you can have any sort of conversation with. You should be able to be very direct if, if it needs to be, but then also it should be laid back. It should be fun. It should be, if you guys do have conflict, like Jules and I talked about, we had a couple hiccups here and there. Man, you can't tell that me and him had nothing. That's my brother. I ain't gonna hold no grudge right. with him. what I look like? Mm-mm. No, can't sir. Do can't do that. <laughs> 
And besides, it's besides, man. I, I know how you look, man. You're a big Shut dude, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I don't want no problem, sir. I don't want no problem. <laughs> Listen, audience, don't be listening to this man. Jules can't even button the top of his shirt, so that's how big he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I was going to say, dude, I, I agree with everything you said, man. It's some of them, some of them, um, those situations, those situation you'd be in is, is difficult but like you said man you got to stand t- stand tall on it and 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 okay uh, deviate from it you have to just hey it's toxic it's toxic because look if something toxic it, 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 that means it's bothering you it's stressful mm-hmm. you know it, it's, it's no good it's 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 dead it's not progressing so why you need it in your life you know what i'm saying so it's like you can do bad all by yourself or you know if you got a person that's taking advantage of you, or is that's not that's not progressing, or treat you wrong, no, why? No, why stay in it? You gonna find out. You gonna get rid of all that stress. It's gonna be a, a better and brighter outlook for you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's like, what are we doing? Why well, I'm gonna keep pouring into you, pouring into you? You may not come back. There's nothing there. It's nothing there. It's not growing. Mm-hmm. It's not growing. And I think that some people need to realize that and, and realize that it's okay. Because how do we start this episode, Jules? We talked about the fact that life is too short. Man. We started off by talking about Dwayne Haskins, 24 years old. Do I want to be 40, 50, 60 years old, not surrounded by people that want the best for me? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's in my circle, anybody that calls themselves a friend, brother, whatever, Man, you're supposed to be in it for the long haul. You know what I'm saying? Blood in, blood out. But a lot of times people, Jules, they don't realize that it's levels to this thing in this life. Put yourself first. Life is too short to be carrying burden, negativity, drama. Let that shit go. So, Jeff, if you need to let somebody go, do it and don't turn back. Jules. Gonna hit him with that curtain call, bro. Press this curtain call goes out to Gary Thomas. Gary is the author of When to Walk Away. In this book, he draws from his years of serving as a pastor and give biblical examples from the lives of Jesus, Paul, and Nehemiah to give his reason inside biblical takeaways that can apply right away. This book is a good read for anyone that has struggles to understand the difference between difficult people and toxic people and are looking to grow their inner strength and while investing their time and energy in reliable people. In the words of Gary, it's time to know when to walk away. Gary Thomas, President and I am pulling back the Curtain Podcast family. would like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of this show. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.